Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marketing Agility Podcast. This is a place where marketers talk about the adoption of agile project management and agile methodologies in the field of marketing. I'm Frank Days, your host today. With me today is Mike Tellum, co-founder and VP of Business Development at Insight Terra. They are a real-time targeting and personalization platform. Uh, this comes along with our, some of our previous podcasts where it seems like we've been talking with more of the marketing automation vendors. I guess they tend to be a little more on the forefront of innovation because they are trying to push new technologies and they're trying to help marketers improve the way they do things. So these technologies often go hand in hand with new management approaches and new approaches to the way that people work. Well, welcome, Mike, to the podcast. Thank you very much. Happy to be here. Great. So can you share a little bit with, with our, the audience today about how your team at Insight Terra uses Agile? The team at Insight Terra, we, we use Agile today in almost every aspect of our work. It obviously started, as I think with many other companies, as a, an R&D methodology. Uh, a lot of our programmers came in already um, knowledgeable of Agile. Uh, processes and scrum methodology. So we run, you know, the regular backlog. We have the weekly sprints, the stand-up meetings uh, based on the user stories and tasks. The interesting thing is that we found that it is very important to have a strong tie and a strong sync between the product and the marketing team. Being a startup company, as you create new features, new product versions, you have marketing following very quickly after product team as you're getting ready to launch a product there are a lot of marketing activities so we found it very helpful to have the same beat to share the beat between marketing and R&D work at the same time intervals and the same types of sprints to sync two teams together and achieve better results so from uh, the mechanics of it are, do you have stand-ups you know you'll have your dev stand-up followed by your marketing stand-up something like that yes they would not you first of all the Co-founders are usually involved, uh, myself and Mickey Alon, the CEO, are usually involved in both uh, meetings and stand-up meetings and creating uh, the sprints. So it creates a much better alignment. In some cases, we will have someone from marketing or someone from R&D join those meetings of the, of the other team just to be in sync. It's very important for us to people to understand what's happening on the other side of the office, if you, if, if you may. And that's a part of the regular advantages that you get from working agile, which means our marketing is working a lot more effectively in, 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 in reaching uh, our challenges and, and answering our challenges and, and reaching our goals. So what percentage of the development team, well, you know, say you do it in these kind of sequential sprints, I mean, what percentage of the development team do you get involved in the marketing sprint and vice versa? We tend to use to invite different people right. uh, every time. These are not huge teams, obviously, so it's either based on if someone in the dev team is kind of uh, leading the, the feature or the product that is going to be released shortly or is the most important piece that we're going to feature with our marketing team, he's probably going to be the one joining. And if there's, the, there's no difference between the people, then we just keep one of them just to, to keep that loop close. Uh, we obviously find that this, the, the, the small bites of task, of, of, of logic, fit human nature a lot better. And it's the same for R&D and for marketing. So what about like the mechanics of it then? So do you have you know, a scrum board out on the wall or you have your backlog in some system? We're using the different systems, uh, actually using Yodas. People are familiar with that. Found that to be a very effective system. And we, even though it's, it's kind of focused on R&D, 
in order not to introduce too many management applications. So we're using the same app for our marketing team. So they create the user stories in the same manner. They manage the sprints in the same uh, manner. And it really helps us as management because I can view all company sprints at the same time and I can see that the marketing tasks are going to be ready in time for when the R&D features are going to be up and ready or the other way around if I know I have delays in R&D I can very easily update marketing and maybe take another user story and, and, and advance it in the sprint. That's interesting so you do have true integration I guess you know many of our previous guests have adopted Agile coming in from startup environments, uh, similar stories that maybe the development team was using Agile first and infected the marketing team or some strategic executive looked at the situation and said, you know what, Agile is working for us in development. We like the methodology. It's adaptive. It's nimble. It's Agile, for lack of a better word, and uh, kind of brought it forward to the entire organization. Can you share with me some of the ways that it benefits your organization? Yeah, so first of all, it, it enables us to, to meet the, the various challenges in a, in a much better way. But I think that the human aspect is very important here. People find it m- much easier and more satisfactory when they get feedback that is pretty close to when they you know, d- did the work. And in this case, they, the feedback is twofold. It's not only, if I'm in, in the R&D, it's not only the feedback of, you know, so I've created this feature and now it's up and live, but also in marketing has now you know, created a campaign for it, and this is how the audience is engaging with this new feature. So the R&D team can see kind of all the way through to the market and see how the market is responding to this feature that he only developed three weeks ago. And Great. that's very important for us. feels pretty essential in a startup environment where you, you're, try, you're still, you, given the size and shape of your organization, you probably have a sense of what's working, but then there's always new things you're doing to try and build your company and learn as the market evolves. I think it's actually surprising how even in a, in a, in a smaller organization like we are that has, let's say, 20, 25 people, uh, people very quickly kind of get into their silos. Mm-hmm. And before we worked in this manner, and R&D did work on Agile, with Agile, but that marketing did not, you know, R&D very quickly kind of focuses on, on, his, on their things. And if you don't intentionally let them know what's happening with customers, what's happening with marketing initiatives, what's working, what's not working. Even in a smaller organization, they will not know, and they, they, they will have no idea of what's happening you know, outside their, their room. Let's shift gears for a second and talk a little bit about what are some of the challenges, some of the things that haven't really gone as well, or things that you think Agile doesn't help you with. Well, I think the biggest challenge that we still have, and Agile should, should solve also, but doesn't necessarily solve, and in some cases maybe even accelerate, is the issues or tasks or requests that kind of come in in the middle of the sprint or while you're doing something else. And it's always very difficult to uh, block them away and push them to the next sprint or just create a user story and put that aside. And the interesting thing is that even though with Agile it should be easier because you're saying we're just going to create a user story and it's going to come in you know, next week or the week after, something about the sprint atmosphere actually creates a feeling of you know, we're running, we're working fast, let's take this in as well. It's very important, the customer wants it and in some cases it's even harder to say no, 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 this is not part of the sprint, let's remain focused. So I feel that that still remains a challenge for us and I've seen that with some of our customers as well. And I, and I guess that that, that uh, remains a problem. So do you find on any given sprint, 
Do you plan for things to be added? Not usually, because we do, theoretically, we do put some time aside because we do know that there might be some issues or maybe a bug or some Q&A that's going to be, QA that's going to be required that is unplanned. But you always have so many features that you want to create. You always end up kind of uh, uh, planning for many features per sprint right. for many developments. And the same goes for marketing. It does take a while, and I don't think we've totally mastered the assessment of how long each task is going to take, although yep. it's a lot better than previous methods. Yeah, you know, uh, to be honest, I mean, when we use Agile on my marketing team, I, I don't plan for all the capacity. And we, you know, we don't, the same thing, most of the marketers that I've talked to who are using Agile don't do a great job of sizing things, but my very unscientific method is we work off a number of tasks, and I have a general sense of the rough size of a task, and if I know in a given month we get 70 tasks done, I'll... I'll the initial sprint backlog will have like half of that, we'll have like 35 tasks in it, with the idea that it's going to give us capacity for stuff that comes up as as we go, or as tasks start to morph and as we learn. I know from a pure agile standpoint, it's not probably not very pure and very scientific, but it tends to work well for us because it, at least it ensures the highest priority stuff that we give in a given month is going to get done, and then as things come up, we can make those real-time prioritization decisions that we need to make. I guess it gets out of our mode being quite rigid. Yes, I agree. And actually, one of the biggest advantages that we've seen when we started uh, working ad in the Agile way with our marketing team is that you then notice how many things are coming into your day-to-day -day activities that were not planned. Because when you are relatively disciplined in focusing on that sprint, it helps you notice the enormous amount of events, ideas, requests, and I'm talking about the marketing team now, right. that keep pouring in while you were planning to just get done with that ebook and this webinar and that event. One of my favorite expressions I've always said to people is in marketing, there's significantly more things that you can do in marketing than there is time and or budget. So in those, uh, those shiny objects come from all kinds of places, from some sales rep who has a genius idea to some customer who has a very specific need for a piece of collateral or document to help you close a deal to something on the development side who has an idea of how we can approach the customer. But those shiny objects, as one of my colleagues describes them, are, are tempting. I agree. I, I think one, one more point that I just wanted to mention is what we found very effective, specifically in marketing, is in, in many cases, you know, a lot of companies today are using webinars and, and, and different types of various types of content to generate demand. And when we focus on a sprint, and sometimes it could be a two-week or a three-week sprint, we try to do it around the same uh, agenda, right. uh, let's say around account-based marketing. And the fact that everyone is reading about that, talking about that, creating content, so one would be creating the white paper while the other is preparing the presentation and the webinar and the other mm -hmm. doing some campaigns, and this it creates a much better collaboration because everybody's and when we try to have our sprints focus on the same subject matter and not to have in marketing at least sprints that you know one person you know Rachel will be doing right. that and someone else will be doing something totally different yeah you don't have that misalignment across the organization let me ask just one last question and then we can uh, kind of wind things up here but Let's talk about the marketing automation industry, right? I mean, you guys are real innovators in what's going on. It's not just you. It's all the technology platforms that are really transforming the way that we work in marketing with more data than ever and more, you know, customers expecting a greater real-time response and 
our ability to personalize and adjust and adapt. How is the adoption of Agile by marketers impacting what you guys are doing for your product and for your roadmap and across really the marketing automation industry? Well, that's a, that, that's a great question because I feel that the marketing role has been changing very quickly in the last few years. They need to be more accountable. They need to be. They need to measure better, and they need to accomplish a lot more and be part of revenue generation. So, marketers today expect platforms that are easier to use, and I think the software as a service partially answers that just by by the way that it's built. The whole concept of machine learning, predictive analytics, platforms that do at least some of the work for you, and whatever you need to do is much easier to do with them. So we're seeing less platforms and tools that are cumbersome and difficult to work with, and more tools that can can keep that pace of daily changes or weekly changes, as opposed to something that needs weeks and months to program or create a campaign in. So it's interesting, so Agile in some ways, the model of Agile as a management keeps pace with the way that you're being forced to work as a marketer. Great. Well, Mike, let me just take a moment. I like to do this towards the end of the podcast just to summarize some of the things that, that you've said today. You were talking about some of the benefits of Agile in your team at Insight Terra, and it's you're, the point you've made, which I think is really great, is the small bites, the small bits of work really fit human nature for you and your team. You guys are using the same Agile tool for both your marketing and your R&D team, which is pretty cool. And then being able to meet the challenges in particularly of getting work done, but also having that feedback really being close to the work that they do, the, that, that uh, working in these small blocks of work, we can get uh, feedback in, into the cycle and into what you do for the next sprint. Haven't mastered the, the, ta- the task of sizing um, and you know, that kind of planning poker and sizing and task sizing. That's a common, that's a recurring theme that we've had on the podcast. You're not the only one. I don't know that I've talked to anyone on the podcast who would say they, they really are excellent at that. A lot of marketers are still trying to figure that out. You were stating as you're in the middle of a sprint, you're, you, since you're so attuned with everything that you're doing, that the new tasks that arrive, the new shiny objects, as I describe it, as they arrive, you're keenly aware of them and you know, it makes you add new challenges, but also allows you to think about prioritization. Um, mm-hmm. The real benefit is a th- pick, you tend to pick a theme per sprint, which is great. And with that, you feel like that really helps your organization collaborate in a much greater way. And finally, the, the work that's coming out of the marketing automation industry with all the new technologies, really agile, is aligned with the way that marketers are being forced to work and the way these technologies are allowing marketers to, to work. Anything I missed there, Mike? No, I think you covered all the bases, and it's very, it's very interesting to see how agile marketing is going to develop further in the in the marketing space. Yeah, and it comes down to a question I've had with some of my colleagues over over beers. Is I, I actually spoke at a conference in Sweden a couple of months ago, and and one of the developers sat down with me and was insisting. He said, "I don't get it." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "I don't get it." I mean, isn't this just agile? I mean, what makes agile for marketers different? I said, "Well, we're marketers, and we're, we insist on rebranding things, but." What we do in marketing has some things that are quite similar and some things that are quite different. But in the end of the day, the benefits of transparency and collaboration and all those good things that come from it are, are universal, really. Yes, I agree. And, I, and just to add on that, I do think that marketing has some challenges that R&D has less of nowadays because it's in the midst of this huge change uh, in methodology and technology and what's available and the importance of marketing in organizations today. Right. And that's why agile is more important, but still more complex. The tasks 
are still more fluid, if you may. Well, Mike, thanks. Any as uh, before we sign off today, is there any last thing you wanted to share about anything that's new at Insight Terra? Anything that's coming up where you're speaking, or anything that's well, just we're very excited. Uh, uh, everybody's talking about big data these days, big data for marketing. We've just launched predictive analytics engine that powers our content recommendation engine. This is the first time I think that big data provides not only insights but uh, provides action and we think that's the way to go. So we're, we're very happy with that and seeing uh, initial success with our customers. It's actually a platform that creates campaigns on its own by learning based on, on historical behavior. So very excited to have that out in the market and uh, looking forward to 2014. Awesome. Well, Mike, if you want to learn more about what they're doing at Insight Terra, do jump over to InsightTerra.com. Uh, Mike is there. I'm sure he'd be glad to share a little bit more about what they're doing over there. Some pretty cool stuff. Actually, I am talked to Mike about starting to look at his platform for my updated website, which is coming in about 30 days. So it's a product I checked out about six months ago and thought was pretty interesting. And I think that the new kind of these real-time personalization is not just for giant companies anymore. And uh, there's, it's, it's an interesting opportunity for really marketers of all sizes and shapes. Um, just as a reminder to people listening to the podcast, you can, the conversation always continues online. Uh, the Agile Marketing Group, group on Facebook. Uh, there's, um, I think, six or 700 members now. Do take a moment and join that. If you want to check out old episodes of the Marketing Agility Podcast, we are on iTunes. Yes, we are still on iTunes. And, or you can go to agilemarketingblog.com. You can also find me, Frank Days, on Twitter at, at TangySlice. Thank you again, Mike, for joining us, and uh, everyone have a great day.